Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Emor. According to the Chinuch, there are no less than 63 mitzvos in Parshas Emor. There are 24 positive mitzvos and 39 restrictions. It is an exceedingly rich Parsha. At the beginning of the Parsha, we have the laws specifically related to the Kohanim and some of the restrictions. Now, the Torah tells us, V'kidash to, we are to literally treat the Kohanim with not just respect, but Kedusha. Kedusha always means that there is more holiness. So Shabbos is more Kadosh than Yom Tov. And Mr. Cohen is more Kadosh than Mr. Levi and Mr. Yisrael because Mr. Cohen has more restrictions. Mr. Cohen cannot marry a Gerusha. Mr. Cohen cannot marry a convert. Mr. Cohen cannot um, go to a funeral and be under the same roof as the deceased, cannot go to a cemetery whereby he passes uh, literally uh, under a tree or with close proximity, under a tree that's covering a grave, with close proximity to a grave. And these laws are maintained to this day. We have as well in Parshas Emor, the Parsha of the Moadim, of the holidays that we read on um, the various Yom Tovim we just read on Pesach, on the second day of Pesach from Parshas Emor. And we have as well in this week's Parsha the mitzvah of Sviras HaOmer that we are in the middle of right now. I'd like to share with you an interesting uh, question posed by the Be'er Yosef and the fascinating answer that he gives. His question basically is, why? Why is the period that we are in now known as that of the Omer? Why is the actual counting between Pesach and Shavuos known as Sfiras HaOmer? After all, and that is the bracha that we recite each and every night, Vitzivanu al Sfiras HaOmer. After all, what was an Omer? And why is this period literally governed by that term? So, the Omer is a measure, a dry measure, not a liquid measure. It's found first in conjunction with the Mun, that the Mun came down in the desert, an Omer of Mun per person. And the term Omer literally means, as we see from the context, that Omer la Gugoles, an Omer was the amount necessary to provide sustenance per person per day. So quantitatively, it is not that much. We're talking about a few pounds. 
But we find the Medrash speaks of the very significant aspects of this Omer, including, says the Midrash Rabbah in chapter 28 in Vayikra, Reblevi taught that among the different aspects that the Omer helped the Jewish people, he sha'amda lahem bimehaman. This is what came to their rescue and helped the Jewish people at the time of Haman. Kivan shara'a es Haman ba vasus biyado. The Medrash continues that when Mordechai was frightened, because not knowing who would be on the horse, what's going on here, he sees Haman coming with the horse. So Haman asked them, tell me, what are you studying? Bama'atem uskim. And they answered him, the students of Mordechai, b'mitzvah ha'omer, regarding the omer, that the Jewish people would bring in the Beis HaMikdash on that day, which happened to be the 16th day of Nisan. And Haman answered them, Kumu, get up. Dinitzchu aseres minchon, because your 10th, the Omer being an aseres ho'efah, a 10th of an ephah, your 10th that you have brought has caused you to be victorious over my 10 thousand silver uh, coins or silver talents that I have pledged for the destruction of the Jewish people. Okay, now what's so special about the Omer? After all, only a kometz, three fingers worth that the Kohen drew from this Korban Mincha was actually placed on the Mizbeach, on the altar. The rest was eaten by the Kohanim. So, what was so special about it? And the Medrash continues that the Pasuk in chapter 17, by Avram Avinu, and you, Esprisi Tishmor, keep my covenant. Which covenant? It refers to the um, mitzvah of the Korban Omer. Now, the 302nd mitzvah, mitzvah shin beis, which is the mitzvah of bringing the korban omer of barley. The purpose for this, writes the Chinuch, is that on the second day of Pesach, each year, a korban was brought to thank Hashem for the chesed hagadol, for the great kindness that he does with his briosav, with his creatures, with his people, lechadesh lehem shana shana, to renew and to give them annually mitvuah from the grain lemichya as sustenance, and therefore, before we partake of the new grain, which can only be done after we take from the barley, because the barley ripens, as we know from the end of Parshas Vo'era. Barley ripens before the wheat. So we take an omer's worth of barley, we bring that as a korban in the Beisam Mikdash, basically thanking Hashem, and as a result of our 
bringing the Omer of barley to him, he in turn blesses our um, produce for the forthcoming season. Now, interestingly, we start counting on that same day, the 16th day of of Nisan, the second day of Pesach. Why? We start counting from that day on to Kabbalah Satora. The first day of Pesach is reserved exclusively for celebrating the miracle of the Exodus Yitzias Mitzrayim. The Omer is brought on the second day as Hakoras Hatov. We show our appreciation for Hashem's renewal of the produce annually. And therefore, we start counting from the second day. Why are we counting the Omer? So listen to this interesting Midrash. The Midrash goes on to say, in the name of Rebrachia, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Moshe, Tell the Jewish people, When I gave you the mon in the desert, I would give I gave to each and every individual Omer Lagogolglas, an Omer per person. Viachshav, and now Shatem nos nimli, that you are asked to give me a gift. Ainli el Omer echad mikolchem. All I have is one Omer from the entire nation, and that is brought from Saorim, from barley. Therefore, points out. The Be'er Yosef, there's a strong connection between the Omer and the Mun. Namely, the Mun with all its miracles, that an Omer satisfied each person, a mature adult, an older person, a younger person, one Omer per person, and they were satiated. It tasted like whatever you wanted it to taste like. You couldn't leave it over from a Monday to a Tuesday because it would rot. You could leave it over, and you did leave it over from Friday to Shabbos, and it did not rot, and that's why we have Lecha Mishnah Friday night, tonight, and tomorrow at the Shabbos table. We uh, cover it when we recite the Kiddush, but the idea is that the man was both a physical and a spiritual nourishment. That he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is the one who nourishes all. But now what's happening is the Jewish people are transitioning into Eretz Yisrael. And the land is going to yield its produce. And the natural tendency is, ay ay ay, that this is going to diminish the emuna, the faith of the people as they will now work the land, they will now sow, they will now plow, they will now plant, they will now harvest. And chas v'shalom, what's going to come with that is look what I, look what I. Therefore, number one, Moshe was told to put 
Eitzinsenes Hamon. At the end of Bishalach, they were to put aside, literally for safekeeping, that it would be there for future generations. And indeed, Yirmiyo Anavi asks the people, why aren't you keeping Shabbos? Why aren't you keeping the Torah? They said, come on, we have to make a living. He went in and to the Holy of Holies, and he took out the Tzinsenes Hamon from the Oron. And he said, Ru, take a look. He didn't say Shimu. He said, see, just as Hashem provided for you in the desert, he can still continue to so do. So now, says the Torah, when you come to the land, you ought to bring an Omer to remind us to remember the Mun. And therefore it's called Korban Omer, because just as the Mun came down an Omer, so too. And interestingly points out the Be'er Yosef, why is this Korban Omer brought on the 16th of Nisan? Listen to this, because that was the day that the nourishment of the man stopped. Among the many miracles that the man had was that the man stopped on Zion Adar, the day that Moshe died. And that same month that came down, we find in the book of Yoshua, chapter 5, verse 12, this sustained and nourished the Jewish people, that they were able to eat from that through the 15th of Nisan, through the first day of Pesach, and after that we find that they ate from the produce of the land. So the Torah tells us, before you start annually eating the produce of the land, bring on that day an Omer, an Omer Tenufa, an Omer which is weighed in all directions, showing that it all comes from Him on high. And as a result, as He brought the man, and as the Omer of Mun was clearly from him, so too is the produce that we enjoy in the land of Israel coming from him. There's no difference if it's Lechem in HaShamayim, if it's Lechem in HaOretz, it all comes from him. And truthfully, when you start, as we're starting now, the new harvest season of the barley and then the wheat, please God, on Shavuos. The idea is that when you start your day with acknowledging HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's all different. You start the day with prayer, it's a different day. Before you eat, you make a bracha, it's a different eating. And so the beautiful concept of counting Omer is we are not only counting towards Shavuos when we are going to celebrate the acceptance of the Torah, but the preparation for our acceptance of the Torah is the counting of the Omer, reminding us that it all is a blessing from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How appreciative we should be that we are the recipients of His generosity, and as He did, so He does, and Mitzvah so He will. Shabbat Shalom to all.